Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 10, the NLT. But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. I'll take it again. But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. The heart of humans is the core of our being and a reflection of who we really are. I don't know whether to say it is fortunate or unfortunate that as humans we cannot see each other's hearts. The preceding verse to our verse of the day says, The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? This makes it difficult to really tell who you're dealing with because someone could say a thing and have a different motive. For example, someone greeting you with bright smiles in the morning and trying to get you fired in the afternoon. The wickedness in the heart of humans is born out of the sin nature and every human being was born with this sin nature. What does this mean? Everyone born into this world has the innate ability to carry out wicked and sinful acts. That's why you wonder how Cain could come up with such a plan to kill his own blood just because his offering was accepted. At the time, there was no history of killing. No one had ever been killed by any other human being for us to say he emulated that act. Cain carried out a well-planned and carefully crafted manslaughter through the wickedness in the sinful nature of the flesh. Although the heart is invisible to humans, it's laid bare before God. He knows our very thoughts. He knows who we are when no one is watching. He knows and sees what we term secret sins. Hebrews 4.13 put it this way, Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before His very eyes. And He is the one to whom we are accountable. Nothing is hidden from God. Not even what we're thinking in our hearts. I'd like to say something really important, and you could write this down if you will. The content of our hearts reveal who dwells in it. The content of our hearts reveal who dwells in it. What we think about reveal who we really are. Your real personality is not the person you portray to others, but who you are when no one is watching. Your real personality is who you are when no one is watching. What websites do you surf when you're alone? When you go on holiday to a land where no one knows you, who do you become? Our verse for today says, The Lord searches all hearts and examines secret motives. He searches all hearts, not some, and examines the hidden intentions for which we do things. Thinking about motives, that's very deep. Why do we do the things we do? For example, why do you go to church? You'd be amazed at the answers you'd get from this survey if you conduct one. Different people attend church for various reasons. For some, 
It's indeed a time of fellowship with the brethren to have corporate worship. For others, it could range from seeking a spouse to business deal or contract. If the MD attends a particular church, human calculation says one should join that church so business deals would be within reach. What is your motive for attending the church or fellowship you currently attend? Those that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God, the Bible says. The church is Christ's body and Christ is the head. Think about this. The hand cannot have a different motive to the head. The head is the control center from which all commands emanate. The instant any part of the body decides to have a different motive to the head, there is a misnomer. And we might be the casting things out or needing to consult a mental health physician for an appropriate diagnosis. In other words, we, as children of God, ought not to have a different motive to Christ who is our head. Our motive should reflect Christ and this is not limited to the reason we attend church only. Why do you want to get married? What is your motive? Do you have the motive of Christ to build a home filled with the presence of God and to raise godly children? Are you planning to get a divorce after two children? There's so much evil in the world today and you'll be surprised how that before two people get married, one already pre-planned to exit the marriage after two children and the spouse is completely oblivious of such. That's definitely not the motive of Christ. We should seek Christ's motive in all that we do. How do humans born with a sinful nature then fulfill the motive of Christ? Two things. Firstly, we have to be born again. We have to be born again. This means to experience a spiritual rebirth where God is now our Heavenly Father and He gives us His Holy Spirit. Secondly, we have to constantly renew our mind through the Word of God and prayer. As we continually interact with God's Word daily, the transforming power in the Word changes our thought pattern from evil thoughts to godly thoughts. Remember, it is out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. A container can only release what it contains. If you are filled with the Holy Spirit, then your produce will be holy and vice versa. But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. There is a reward for everything we do in this world. When we fast with the wrong motive, there is a reward. People might not know the hidden motive for your fasting and prayers, but God knows and he gives the reward not according to the action, but the motive behind the action. And we know that God is just. Before we embark on any action, let's pause and check what our motives are. Is it for personal gain or to the glory of God? What are some life lessons we can learn from this lovely verse? Number one, God sees the heart of everyone. He knows our true colors. Number two, it's not really about the action you carry, but the motive behind it. 
Number three, but not the least, there is a reward for everything we do. And God is just. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we thank you for your word which has come forth today. We're asking God that you try our hearts and take away everything that's not like you. Purify our heart and fill us with your spirit. Help us, O God, to produce works that are in line with the fruit of the spirit and the gift of the spirit. Thank you, dear Jesus. Help our motives to be right. Help us to be true to your word. Help us to have the right motives in everything that we do, from our secular work to our interactions with fellow believers. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast today. We hope to see you tomorrow and we believe you've been blessed. Thank you. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.